You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Oh, lazy Sunday, people. But while you are home doing God knows what you're doing, hopefully it's fun. We are here providing um, un- scripted entertainment for you today shenanigans we uh, we're all about shenanigans today we had a guest we had a platform we had a topic um and now we don't so we're gonna fill some time (laughs) right of course (laughs) so yes so welcome to punk wisdom with matt and allison we should probably say matt allison and jessica uh, who is our engineer and we wouldn't feel comfortable with anybody else at this Aww, point so i love you guys too we might as well just be a trio well she adds enough to be part of the core she does she does because one smart ass just wasn't enough <laughs> no, it never is so here we are so matt i guess without getting too deep too quickly um i did first of all i'd like to thank anybody who is actually tuning in right now which is Almost definitely Ruth and Heather. Um, anybody else out there, feel free to give us a shout out on our Facebook. Let us know. We we did put, throw out a poll there. Was and it some yesterday? people responded too. They did. They did. Like 13 people, which I was like blown away. I was like, oh my goodness. So it wasn't just, you know, 100 yeah, but did you to see zero. the number of downloads we had for our last episode? I mean, it was next, it's almost to 100. So how many? How many were no? And for I, our pet we, peeve episode, it was like pretty freaking high. I was we need to talk about analytics um, after. We'll do that after. But um, yeah, I need to be um, be able to say that because we did sell some ad space. Oh, cool! So I have a check sitting on my counter um, until I get it recorded. We will be doing that for the next few episodes. Um, and you should get I, the kids to record something cool at the beginning of the show. Oh, I'm working with my students because, cool. as everybody knows, I work, I, I teach in alternative high school and I teach the TV radio class. So I was thinking about mixing a project up and having it, you know, being able to use it here and whatever. So, um, so we're a new semester just started. So we'll be, we'll be working on that. So stay tuned for my brilliant, brilliant <laughs> kids. Hey, I love them. I don't care what anybody else says. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think they're great. And if I turned around and somebody came in to steal my phone, I'm sure they would knock it out the door because, yeah, they're loyal to me. I'm loyal to them. That's the way it goes. So anyway, that's all I got. What do you have, Matt? Nothing. All Nothing right. Nothing at all. And Jessica. Great how are, show. How are you today? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a long two hours, people. <laughs> no, awesome. I, uh, I wound up taking uh, Day drinking. Thursday and Friday off this past week. I was telling Jessica before the show, I, I had a doctor's appointment. I've been trying to set one up for a while. It's been a while since I've seen my doctor. And so when I called, because I was able to set one up online if I wanted to, but I couldn't see my doctor's name on there anywhere. I'm like, this is weird. So I called them up. And unfortunately, they have the same hours I have at work. So they take their lunch the same time I, I, same time I take my lunch. And they close the same time I leave. So I can never make up a freaking appointment with these people. So anyway, I was able to call in and like, well, who's your doctor? So I tell them what doctor is. And they're like, um, you haven't been here in a while, have you? I'm like, 
what you guys were going to tell me my doctor left. <laughs> I'm like, great. Um, then I don't know who my doctor is anymore. She goes, oh, we'll set you up with Dr. So-and-so. I forget his name right now. I've only seen him once. I'm like, fine. So anyways, I thought that was kind of funny. But I set it up. It was obviously in the middle of the day because they don't have anything after work or before work. So I was going to have to say, and luckily it being the beginning of the year, I had all my personal and vacation time I could play around with. So I decided to take Thursday off completely instead of just working a half day. I'm not driving all the way out to Farmington Hills and back. It's ridiculous for that short amount of period of time. It's like I pay half the, half the money I made that day is going towards my gas that day. So that's stupid. Um, so anyway, I, uh, I took the whole day off. And then I thought to myself, well, if I'm taking Thursday off, what's the point of going back to work on Friday just to have Saturday and Sunday off? So I took Friday off too. <laughs> That's my kind of logic. <laughs> and, and all that was before I found out about the snow. So wait a minute. About the so your doctor's back, appointment oh, co-pay, I'm using air quotes, was two days pay. No, I'm talking about gas going out back and forth. I'm, I'm just saying you took two days off. Uh, well, it's vacation days, so I get, I'm still getting paid for it. But um, no, I our health insurance off is all screwed up. Yes. I, I hate it. And so says the rest of the I, So I get up there about to take the pay for my copay, and she's like, well, it says you pay 10%. I'm like, okay, whatever. What is it? And she's like, well, I, we don't know until we finally bill them, and they'll send us back a receipt of how much they're not going to pay and how much they want you to pay, so we'll send you a bill. I'm like, I go, okay, whatever. <laughs> so that's why I don't go to the doctor very often because I got to put up with the bullshit. So in the meantime, I just get sick, and I start falling apart and shit because I'm getting old. So has it been confirmed you are still insane? Oh, that yeah, that's never going away. This, we're good there. Okay, <laughs> just just making sure. I this is really going to be a long two hours. If, if no, I was doctor... telling Jessica I was just watching my car get buried and buried and buried over the weekend because I never left. That was, was the fun there. part. Just and I spent a couple of hours leave. out there today unburying my car because of course the plow would come through and plow everybody's car in in the parking lot. So I was like, right, right, because right. that's what their job is. I, I haven't and seen. I, I can't. I mean, I don't know sure how else they would do it. So I'm not blaming them, but that's just what happens. Yeah, I, I haven't seen one. Although I do have to say, um, on behalf of my family, I know my neighbor is not listening. He probably has no idea we even exist here. But um, I do have a. I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I have a crazy, crazy, like firebomb your house one day neighbor, and he is the worst human being. I think I've had decent contact with in, in literally in my entire life, like somebody I'm not required to like be family with or well, two doors down, but the house in the middle of us is vacant. So really? he claims that property whenever he feels like it. So it's, it's, just, oh man, it's such a long story. Anyway. Um, and he's crazy. Did I mention that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he carpeted his, he's a carpet guy, right? So he carpeted his driveway. What? Yeah, he really did. And he seemed together two pieces where it did like this half circle kind of seam, right? So it goes up and down, like not like jagged, but like round curvy half circles. And I think he wanted to show like his clients how well he can seem. I don't, I don't know. I I don't, (laughs) I don't even want to try and like put some sort of a logic on this, but, but at any rate, so for the most part, the best way for me to be a good neighbor is to not make friends with my neighbors. That's just how it is. <laughs> because then we can peacefully coexist. Like if we become friends and then there's a fallout, then we get to live with it. And then it's like 
pressure and anxiety and I don't yeah, I tension. I don't get it. Um, so I just peacefully like to coexist, wave when I see them and have that be that. If I don't have sugar, I go without sugar. But Heather was out shoveling the other day and there's this, uh, the neighbor either had a truck uh, with a plow or knew somebody who did. I couldn't see who was driving it. But they were so nice. They drove down the street, pulled into my driveway, dropped the plow and pulled all of that snow that gets pushed at the end of the driveway from the plows coming through. Mm-hmm. Like just like just one swoop, just took it all out of the way and then just went on his way. Didn't even stop for thanks or hmm. – it. yeah. I don't – I have no idea who it was but – you have some good Samaritans Mazel tov to you. Oh, man, I was so happy. I was so grateful. And, you know, Heather, Heather busts her butt. She's out there shoveling. Oh, and she did it like two or three times the other day. So it really Ruth wasn't. Ruth was doing that, too. She came in the other day after work. It was Saturday. And she's like, and she's like red. She looked like a freaking lobster. And I'm like, what were you doing? And she's like, oh, I was digging out your car. I'm like, we don't have a shovel. What were you digging it out with? <laughs> Aww, like, like, you her. didn't have to do she that. Used the spoons. I'm like, I wasn't planning on going anywhere. Aww. You didn't have to do that. And she's like, oh, well, you know. So then she went out today. Maybe she, she was giving to... you a hint, like get the make. Maybe she was just like, look, you can totally go somewhere. I like, went get out Friday out. night. <laughs> I went <laughs> out Friday night when everybody was saying it was so bad. I can't leave my car snowed in. No, it isn't. I shoveled so you could leave and go, I don't right? know, anywhere. I used a ladle. <laughs> well, I, I still took her car today, even though I haven't buried mine. I did see that. I did see that. So, yeah, Ruth, your car is in the lot, and I noticed. Yeah, of I course, noticed. I had to gun it to get into the lot. So did I, and I have a truck. <laughs> yeah, like where But let's are not talk about plows. the snowplow that didn't show up here today. <laughs> yeah. That's not our business. We only pay rent. Mm. Not really. <laughs> it's not really Meta. our deal. Meta. And what Dave and Bob are at Astronomicon, Astronomicon. or whatever. Yeah, I almost I was planning. I, what on, is that? I was thinking I about going, know. but then the snow hit, and I'm like, screw that shit. Yeah. Um, it's a different. It's not necessarily a comic con. It's more of a pop culture convention. So, oh, so I wanted to go. So they do all the. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, they had they Opie had, from Sons of Anarchy there. Yeah, they had all the. <gasps> uh, yeah, all the I attractions. Heard about that. All the attractions Oops, that Heather. get people Jeez. to go to, uh, you know, Motor City Comic Con. All the famous people, right? That's all they did at this one. I don't think there's really any comics or anything. To well, go there was comic writers and illustrators there, like a few people that do shows here and are friends of the studio. You know, had booths set up like Eric Gutierrez, uh, Casey Pierce, uh, Dirk Manning. Like they had booths set up for people to buy their Dirk books Manning and stuff. Dirk Manning is hilarious. It doesn't matter what type of convention it is. He's there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's at every single one I've ever gone to. And every time I see his name pop up, I'm like, dude, you're going to that one too. <laughs> Give me mind, he, he, he's a great writer. He's a good illustrator in comics and stuff. I, I like him, but it's just funny that he's everywhere. But I guess that's what you got to do to promote well, yourself because yeah. I don't market myself for crap. That's, yo, we'll talk that's about that too. I'm in the middle of writing another book right now too, which I want to talk about at some point. But um, anyway, we haven't talked to Jessica at all. She keeps putting things in from time to time to let us know that she's here. But, but what was your weekend like? <laughs> it was lazy. I'm putting you on the spot now. And I sat at home and my nice quiet house in the evenings because Chris was gone for concerts. On Friday and Saturday, so I just hung out and drank vodka because I was, like, recovering from the flu. So I wasn't down to, like, do anything. I was just like, all right, can't take medicine. Guess I'll drink vodka (laughs) and drink water and pass out. I, I love between the three of us, we have so much common sense. <laughs> it's great. It's 
That's great. That's one well, of my favorite what, things. Uh, about George Carlin says, "Common sense isn't so common, right?" It it isn't. That's right. Common knowledge isn't isn't actually commonly known. Or yeah, yeah. there is that too. Yeah, no, I that don't is know why true. They call it common sense because there's not a lot of people out there with Mm-mm. it. Nope, I say that all the time. Like who? I feel like whoever made up that term was just being sort of dickly, and they were like, "Haha." No, really, this is just an ironic term. It's well, not real. I, I will say, yesterday I played Uber for my teen. And I only say I play Uber because I am a parent. And I, I card them back and forth, right? I encourage them to be busy. Um, they're in sports and they're in band and they got all these things. So I'm, I'm shuffling usually. But when you come up to me last minute and say, hey, there's this birthday party I'm going to. Not I would like to go to. Not I need you to take me to. But I'm going to this birthday party. I'm like, oh, you are. Now, she had just gone sledding with uh, some friends of hers. So mm-hmm. they, they came, picked her up, and she was off on the hills. And then she came back. She said, I'm going to this birthday party, which would make me assume you were probably going with the same people right. that right. you were sledding with. No, this was my job. So <laughs> we, and she's 17. So I love her. I do. I do love her. She's a fantastic human being. However, uh, common courtesy uh, shouldn't. No, that doesn't. That doesn't either. So she's, I'm going to this birthday party. I'm like, all right, I'll see you later. She's like, no, no, I, I kind of need you to take me there. So I was out driving in the snow yesterday only to Uber kids back and forth and speaking on the grounds of common sense. So I'm on the freeway and I'm, and I'm going slow because one, I'm not in any hurry. Right. Mm-hmm. Second of all, she's got her presence. She's sitting there and I need time to properly equip her for how to handle the next situation, right? Mm-hmm. No, the mom, if you have some time, can you take me to this birthday party? Or hey, maybe a couple of days ahead of time. There you go. So, right? Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. Yeah. I can't so, do that. So. so, right. So, as we're going there, I'm watching these people and I'm watching how they drive. And I'm, I'm literally convinced that there are more depressive people out there than we thought because they are all literally trying to die. They're just trying to do it in the most ridiculous way possible because I can make it real simple. Like I can go to sleep and just never wake up. But no, they wanted to like take out other human beings on their way. It was the absolute worst. So we did talk about bad drivers not too long ago, courtesy like blinkers and things like that or on our pet peeve show, which was strangely popular. Um, And so yesterday, my pet peeves, seriously, when it's snowing, it doesn't even matter if your car is capable of like plowing through everybody else. It doesn't even matter. Just take a break, chill out, leave some space. And by the way, the space between my car and the car in front of me is not for someone else. It's for me. It's for me. Oh, my God. God God bless you. I fucking hate you guys. I do that. I always put a nice buffer between me and the car ahead of me because I know in case I have to slam on my goddamn brakes, I'm not going to plow into the moron in front of me. Mm -hmm. See? But for whatever reason, there are people out there like, oh, there's space. He left me space. No, I didn't leave you anything. That's not for you. I'm telling you. (laughs) But they pull in anyway. And not only do they pull in, half the time they're going slower than you are. Oh, I like to. And then they keep their seats. Yeah, pass me on the I'm left. Like, get in now front of I me. can't even pass you, Just you look, asshole, yeah. because the, the snow in the left lane. There's there's <laughs> snow in the left lane. Because like, oh, people stop using that. The yeah. smart ones, they just stop using it. Like I don't need to go eighty. It's totally fine. So yeah, yeah no, I totally I, totally get that. Yep. Oh yeah, it was really fun. So I got home. I was anxiety ridden and angry, and then I says I I sent a text to my daughter and said okay. What's Jamie coming home? She's like, um, 11. 
<laughs> yeah, my text reply was, nope, try again. <laughs> she was like, uh, 1030. I'm like, oh my God. No, like nine. I would like to leave like soon because it's because, you know, when it gets colder and then it starts freezing up again and then it gets worse. Well, then you're not driving on snow anymore. You're just driving on black ice and snow. So. So, yeah. So while I had intended on doing just chilling out, playing games, watching movies, being artistically creative, reading, I don't whatever, whatever. No, I was I was Uber yesterday and I got paid zero. <laughs> so so I was a yeah. failure as an Uber driver bullshit. yesterday as well. Are you going to retire? I quit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Immediately got home. I threw the keys and said I quit. This job sucks. <laughs> Well, neither you or I had the car for it, so it's Ruth's car was awesome in the snow. That's why I drove her. So I drove hers today. But see, and just so you guys know, I, I don't for all the people who download, um, it might be nice for you to pop on Facebook and let us know where you are, because right now we are in southeastern Michigan, and for the last two or three days we have got nothing but dumped on. And I know that people in Florida, like if you watch the Today Show on Friday, they took time to go. Oh yeah. Detroit, you're you're screwed. For, you just might as well go to the store right now, grab whatever milk and bread they still have, and just bunker down because it's it's been horrible, horrible here in Detroit in the in the northern even southern suburbs. But we've had quite a few interesting days here. So now I'm going to show my naivety here with <laughs> with the city workers because I just don't understand. On one, why the slow response to get out there to do anything about the fucking roads when they know ahead of time what's happening? We were and, fairly warned. But mm. I never see them out there. I mean, I'll get out there and 12 mile would be terrible. And all the roads are just bad. Van Dyke was bad. The mound was bad. I'm like, you guys have known the snow was coming for a while. Why didn't you put do anything preemptive? Why Nothing preemptive. Nothing. And so people are just, I see people off on the side of the roads because they can't because he slid around or whatever. It's just it's just funny. It's like every single time it snows, you get, not only do you have people who don't know how to fucking drive, you also have the city who just, for whatever reason, wants, wants to wait till everything's done, and then they go out. It's like, really? I mean, I kind of understand you don't want to have to do it twice, but we pay you for something, don't we? I mean, our tax dollars are going yeah. somewhere. I mean, people have to get from <laughs> point sorry, A to point B. I'm sorry, you not watched the news lately? <laughs> no, MDOT, yeah. MDOT, I think, is on the bottom of that list. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it, too, like there was now we got this warning, what, Wednesday, that Friday was going to be awful. As a matter of fact, I, my boss even said that the superintendent has winked as he was saying, we, we may have a Friday or a snow day Friday. So that was him going, we're going to have a snow day Friday. Right. But I hung on for hope because we all have heard me say before when we have vacation or snow days, um, yeah, teachers. Yeah, seriously. Started GoFundMe for Michigan teacher, generally teachers, because they just don't get paid for days like that. Uh, union teachers might be different, but alternative education, we're kind of on our own. So I don't necessarily like the days off. I don't like to take days off. I don't like to be given days off. Uh, but there was indeed the snow day Friday. So I know that we knew Wednesday that it was going to be bad. Now, I also know that on Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, after the last time it snowed, there was an actual warning on the news that the freeway is close to my house, 696, between Van Dyke and Hoover. The integrity of the pavement was so bad 
that they were warning drivers of concrete being thrown up and into your car, the windshield of your car, eastbound. So I had to go to work this way. So I I literally stayed on the service drive for an extra mile to pass this and get on and go to work. So I don't know if it's maybe that they're trying to they're trying to conserve a little bit just because the roads are just tearing up. That could be too. I don't I don't know. I don't know any city workers. Any city workers hit us up and let us know what you've been told. Either on or off the record, we'll protect your anonymity <laughs> if if you want to. I I tend to think that that it's, would be. I think the the frustration mainly I think is just the fact that we get hit like this every year. I mean, we, we're in Michigan. We're going to get snow, and you have drivers who, for some odd reason, forget what snow's like and forget how to drive. And then, I mean, it just happens every single. Yeah, year. those are the and same people blaming us for you know it's Michigan. You should be used to this by now. Let's go. I don't, I don't know. I guess it's, it's an, it's a heated argument year after year after year Yeah. for what, you know, now I do know, um, if you drive a lot slower, we'll have less problems. <laughs> it's probably more scientific well, you, you than get, I make it sound, you, you but get bo- you get both kinds. Give it a break. There. Cause there's, there's times where you can drive at, at a decent pace, still under the speed limit, but still at a decent pace and you're okay. Um, but people still either take it way too slow or they're going way too fast. And it's, I think it's that way regardless if there's snow or not. <laughs> people just, I no, don't know. No, that's the thing. It, you know, but, snow, I just think it just but on accentuates a, Just it. on a regular day that's not snow. If I leave 10 minutes late for work, if, if anybody thinks I'm going to make up 10 minutes by driving like a maniac to work, that's just not how it works. If I leave late, well then, doggone it, I'm going to be late. Yeah. I don't think all the drivers around me have to suffer for me being extra hasty. But that, you know, that's, (laughs) again, that's the musings of a sane person. I know. (laughs) I know. know. I'm living in a fantasy world. Am I not? Yeah. So, I mean, so my weekend was just, you know, mainly I was just sitting around doing jack shit. I'm I'm not, I'm not, no, I, I wrote, I've been writing a lot and I did that a lot Thursday and Friday. And Saturday, I took today. I took a lot of yesterday off too, but I took today off. I stayed up. I stayed up to about two or three o'clock in the morning Saturday night writing. So I guess I did do some writing then too. Um, oh, I accomplished but, zero creatively. So yes, so you were you're ahead of me on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, played I'm, like I'm just Candy inspired. Crush or some bullshit. A total waste of a weekend. Total waste. That's what Ruth does as I'm writing. She'll sit in the other Nothing end playing the games. Well, you need a throwaway weekend every now and then. This is the perfect weekend for it. Like yeah. a snow weekend. You don't. You know you're not going to go out and do anything. So That is true. I mean last yeah. weekend we were we were jammed up with a birthday party and then we had roller derby on yep. Sunday. That was a doubleheader. So that was ours at the at the rink. Uh, the weekend before that, we were really busy, so I was looking forward well, to a and weekend. Then work where, all week, so right. you know if you can take some time and crush some candy and chill out, and not have to worry about responsibilities. I feel like you earned it. <laughs> so do it. I did pass five bad. levels, so oh, two of them were considered nice. hard. I know, right? <laughs> There's got to be an award for that. Something to talk a little bit about be. mental health. This is so fleeting and so little bit, but anyway, um, I have an FMLA at work for kirsten so anytime that we feel that we need that one of us needs to be at home with her 
I'm the one that gets chosen, not because of anything special. Uh, other than what does FMLA stand that for? Is for the people, Family who don't Medical know? Leave Act, and it is um, it is a legal entitlement for anybody with special needs. Yeah, so I can either take no, up to like spouses, two. Kids, I can almost take up the two three months uh-huh. off, unpaid, obviously, but I'll not lose my job. <laughs> right. Or that can happen individually, where I can take a day here, a day there, as long as it doesn't accumulate more than the two or three months. Oh, okay. Um. And I was chosen out of, the, out of Ruth and I just because Ruth makes a hell of a lot more money than I do. So her missing a day. Bam. There you go, babe. Her missing a day would cost us more than me missing a day. Right. So I was the one chosen. So I had this thing, but it expired, I think, back in December. And so I've been bugging Ruth and we should get this thing renewed. Even though Kirsten's not nearly as bad as she was last year, we still still get it renewed. And – um so anyway, we tried contacting her psychiatrist because that was the person who wrote it last time. Mm-hmm. And she was only in her office on Wednesdays. And so Ruth had to leave a message. I'm thinking, oh, for crying out loud, because I'm already into the new year and I'm already saying I need to take an FMLA day, <laughs> even <laughs> though it's already expired. They don't know that. Now they're listening like, holy shit. Um, it doesn't really Your matter. bosses aren't. They're not. No, listening. it doesn't matter anyway, because I got new paperwork. <laughs> And she dated it back a few months. So. Oh, boom. Ass is yeah. covered. So anyway, the psychiatrist was like – she. so we didn't hear anything from her. So Ruth tried calling again. It had to leave another message. Then all of a sudden she gets uh, emailed uh, new paperwork. And like I said, she I think she backdated it a little bit and she has it up until mm-hmm. the end of this year. What was kind of cool though, she took the old paperwork and she just scratched out dates and put new dates on it. And she re-signed it. It was just too funny. I'm thinking, I love her psychiatrist. (laughs) I'm like, this is so unprofessional, but it's so cool. You know what, though? (laughs) Nothing has changed. There's no reason to go through and fill out all the new paperwork. Like, that's what most people do. Environmentally conscious. Exactly. Unless she made 10 copies of it, in which case I can't argue that anymore. (laughs) Well, that and, you know, it's a good time-saving skill. So there's that. (laughs) There you go. You get billed by the minute, so boom. There you I'll go. find a positive spend everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. I mean, that was a lot of pressure and stress off my shoulders yeah. from that. Well, speaking of which, because I will mention this, we did have uh, on tap for Friday. It was, oh, uh, hang on, before I get into that, Ruth had sent that our podcast is awesome. So she is quite possibly our number one fan. <laughs> But I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this lands us in hot water or not because I'll totally take this one. I thought his shop closed Friday for the weather, so I don't know if. Oh, yeah, I lied to her. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. I, I didn't want Busted. to talk about it. Oh, that's okay. Well, thanks for. Oh, you are so great, Ruth. I love you. So there she is, going. Uh huh. Right on. Wait a uh, I just told her. She asked her for She's got reason. your whole parking spot not only cleaned off, but it's dried and ready yeah, for you to come home, pack a bag, yeah. <laughs> find something to do. For whatever reason, when she asked about Friday, I'm just like, yeah, they called it off. I don't know why I said wow. it. Wow. Like, right? Because there's just, that's, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let me, let me go, let me, let me go I back. I no idea Hold why, why I lied back. with that, but I did. So we did have the, sco- the show that was scheduled. <clears throat> Excuse me. We had had a a bona fide professional therapist going to be in the house um, talking about seasonal affective disorder. That was actually our poll, by the way. Um, we may talk about that. I, d- meh, depends. Um, and it was it was going to um, 
it was going to deal a lot with just regular people, just people who get depressed, people who have mental issues, but that are otherwise normal, productive members of society that, that aren't technically diagnosed with anything long term, permanent, every day, that kind of thing. And um, and I was really looking forward to it because um, of our poll, which was extremely scientific um, on whether or not science are. I know. Right. I, I tried. I'm not a scientist. In fact, um, with our with our kids in school, that is the one subject I will help you with math. I will help you with English when it comes to chemistry. I will tell you what room to go to to get the help you need. Yeah. because chemistry and science are just now like the science of people like psychiatry and human behavior. You know, that's Jessica, one if thing. You're going to leave the room to grab that shit. You can at least bring some back for the rest of us. I'm just saying um, yeah, we are hashtag day drinking <laughs> <laughs> for all you listening out there. She's this is the second time she's left the room to grab a shot. of Hey, vodka. Hey, Hey, I let's just not out her. her. Why not? Because, uh, because she's my friend. Okay. She's not mine. So <laughs> she, uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jess ahead. is everybody's friend. She's great. Well, people are going to sit and wonder what the heck we're talking about. She went out and grabbed a second, uh, third class of Coke. That's what it was. I don't, I think it's a little late for that. Yeah. But, but I did the hashtag day drinking. We just don't have to contain, you know, what, what that contains. Anyways, I interrupted <laughs> Oh, uh, falling. You know what? For those people, I'm going to give a shout out to Falling Beer Company. We do not get paid for it. It is not even asked of us to do so. But Falling Down Beer Company, for those who are in the area, um, right next to the McDonald's on 10 Mile in Warren, there used to be a restaurant called My Granny's. And all of the people from my high school, um, that was one of the places we would go because it was open 24 hours a day. The other place was Red Apple, which totally burned down and they were bigots anyway. So 10 mile and what? Uh, between DeQuinder and Ryan. Is it still there? The McDonald's is, yeah. There's the Kmart, the, yeah, the yeah, racetrack. No, no, you know the where the Kmart, racetrack right? is, right? Racetrack. Kmart's on the other side. Yeah. So if you keep heading east, McDonald's is there, and then my granny's was next to that. And oh. then there's the flea market. I don't know, some other I don't crap. travel on that road very often. So. Okay, well, anyway, ahead, now that is called the Falling Down Beer Company. They brew their own beer, and it is a great place to go. IT and the D does some live broadcasts from there. They do um, get-togethers and things like that. The place mm-hmm. has been fabulous. They, oh, they hook oh, up the studio with- Check that out. With kegs um, all the time, so they are one of the permanent sponsors for Podcast Detroit. And I was there a while back, and I had asked for any sort of stout that that they brewed, and she said, "Nah, we don't really have one, but there's this kind of oatmeal something. Try this," and it was okay. So I was like, "All right," and I had said to uh, one of the IT and the D guys, "I said, you know, you should get them too because they hang out. They're they're friends. I think actually they're business partners now." Yep. Uh, you should get them to do a stout. The stout's like super important. He goes, no, no, we're working on it. <laughs> so now I come in today and there is actually a stout on tap. If we I saw that. When I, we take I a break, a I'll, t- I'll get the name of it and I will shout it's it out. It's a milk stout. I don't yes, know the name of it, it's a milk stout. That's, That's exactly I what it is. That's why I drink it because I can't, I don't like milk, but go ahead. No, it's it's not actually. <sighs> I taste it a little bit. It's all, right. it's all right. Okay. Well, anyway, I really like it. That's cool. Thank yeah, you for that. Cool. And I'm glad the one thing I suggested to anybody more important than me on this planet in forever it actually, it actually came to fruition. So when I hashtag day drinking, that's what I'm referring to. That's I don't awesome. know what anybody else is talking about. <laughs> You're like, I will take this out and enjoy every last sip of it. 
Yes. And they're starting to have game. So, and if you've been to Falling Down Beer Company and you haven't been back in a while, keep in mind they're going to have a new menu. They have food trucks out there all the time at the uh, Warren location, at the Oxford location. They're going to revamp the whole menu. And also, they're incorporating like game nights and a so bunch a of other stuff. Doing so. Dragon Mead's doing that now. Yeah, uh, Coonhands is doing that now. Uh, I mean, it's fun uh, if you're going to sit there and drink down beer. Ferndale is doing that too. Might as well sit there and play games and you know be interactive with the people you're hanging out with instead of everybody drinking their beer and playing on their phones. You know, well, I think that that's a new cultural thing. I think with everybody being so into themselves, mm-hmm. their games, their phones. Yeah, I think now socially, it's not. Because I'll tell you what, I hate going to a bar on a weekend. I hate going just to sit there, drink, and then talk. Yes, you can play some pool. Yes, you can play some darts. But it's for me, it's not. It's boring. I just sit there. I don't drink very much. So if there's loud music, I stay away. Uh, I'm always the driver. I'm always. I wanted to go to a nice pub and sit down, have a drink with my friends, and talk. Mm -hmm. And if I have to shout at them, I'm not liking the place I'm going. Now, if if we do that for dinner or some, you know, just like a short amount of time, a couple hours you go sit and catch up and do that, that's that's totally great. But, I mean, to go out on a Friday night to, you know, leave at one thirty or whatever, I don't, they close it too, right? Yeah, yeah. I just can't, I don't know, because I I end up staring at the walls and you run out of things to talk about. And you're right, it is loud. And then the people get more obnoxious as time goes by. Yeah, I have to be like in the (laughs) mood to be in a loud setting like that and want, plan on drinking a bunch and be all dressed up and like really in the party on sort of mood. If not, like I just want a quiet bar. (laughs) Sit, drink. Eat some food, bullshit with some friends, but you know, I get down for a game night for sure. Right. So now this new trend, interactive. Exactly. This new trend, it causes it causes you. You don't have to talk. You don't have mm-hmm. to find the conversation or fill the space. You well, can think about your next funny. move. Well, if or, people aren't just sitting there staring at their phones, yet you're doing something right. that's engaging and interactive for everybody, but you're doing it together. Right. At know? our house, we call that QT. It's that's quality time. Yeah. So if you don't see your friends, and I and I have to be honest, I made this resolution to not be all about Facebook and Twitter and the social media. And I have to be honest, there is one resolution that has been so easy to keep. I, I check it. I do from because I do because we, we promote punk wisdom. So we have to be kind of on that. So there is a certain amount of obligation. Mm-hmm. But for my personal page, I don't post everything I do. I don't post everything I think or feel or everything I eat or new recipe. I don't care. I don't give a shit anymore. Right. I don't care. If you're going to be my friend and you're going to be like, hey, what's up? I will give you my phone number. You can text me. We can text back, you know, text back and forth. But right. Facebook is just not a priority anymore. And I have a feeling uh, that's going to be a, a growing trend with me. I feel like the weight of the world, literally. It's funny. Kirsten well, is not on Facebook, Carly, ever. My kids don't even care about it. Yeah. Seriously. Awesome. Right? It's mainly <laughs> us. I think it's mainly more adult, adultish people. Uh, I mean, you more th- would think so, but then Snapchat and all that stuff takes off. And so, I, but a lot of kids, like their parents won't let them have a Facebook page, which I totally agree with because... I mean, just like Kirsten had one pretty young, but she was on it because she wanted to play those Facebook games back when that was a cool thing to do. Because Farmville was awesome. That was exactly the one she wanted to play. Candy Crush was on there too. And the thing is, that was the only thing she ever did. I mean, she didn't do anything else on it. And now, if you see her on there from time to time, she's posting recipes. I'm like, you don't even cook anything. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, but I may want to one day, so I want to make sure that I have it. Because stuff she's posting is. 
Looks pretty good. Right? When her mother says, what do you guys want to eat for dinner? She'll go check my Facebook page. Yeah. Kristen, why do you make him have... punk with some uh, dinner, huh? Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. But I'll, I'll get on there from time. I mean, I'm on. Actually, I get on there from time to time. I browse a lot. I'm a lurker. I will. I don't stalk people, but I get on there and I will see what's you going troll on. people. So, kind of. Eh. Not really. Your brother-in-law, I'd say you kind of troll him. <laughs> Okay, if it's I'm not, not judging, a troll, now, I've done it me, to people a bunch now, of times. You bait him now, a little bit. If you mean by me posting an article that I know is going to grab his attention, <laughs> I don't do that intentionally <laughs> for him. Okay, I do it because I for, thought I liked it for um for. Now I know that he's going to make like a comment. I feel like there's two about reasons for that. Exactly. For people like him, right? Right. I mean, I know, I know, I know. I'll get that reaction, but it's not the sole reason I'm doing it. But it's For a bonus. Instance. Well, but For the instance, heated debate. The latest, the latest one was this article. There's a new Bible scholar out. He's not new at Bible scholar. He's oh, been God. a Bible scholar for years. But he said Bible. We have to drink. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Get, get it's it our new game. I like Bible, game. religion, or um, Rob Bell. Or Pete Rollins. So Bible, We're religion, need or more Rob vodka. Bell. I'll just bring <laughs> the leader in here. Just roll right. the refrigerator Come just on. in the door. Down the hatch. I've all already right. drank all mine. Sure. Oh, all right. I'm just going to go grab the leader and put it on the table. You probably should. Probably out. Better. Thank God we're not on video. Uh, yeah, whatever. Anyways, uh, he uh, wrote an article. He actually is writing a book about it. I think the book might already be out. I have to check it out because I want to go read it. Um, but it's about how he thinks that he's got evidence that Jesus Christ never existed. And that it was a political movement, that uh, there was a way that the Romans could keep the poor people in their place by creating not a a king that came and conquered, but a king that came and said, it's okay to be poor. It's okay to be oppressed, that kind of thing. So it was like all a political thing. It's not. It sucks. It's horrible. Right. But it, it, the guy made a lot of <laughs> The guy makes a lot of sense. He makes a lot of good points. Do I believe everything he says? No. I go, but it was it was an interesting well, it's read. All, an alternative opinion. Yeah, it was just another opinion. It was an interesting read. So <laughs> I posted it. And I even put on there that, you know, it's an interesting read. Um, I don't believe a hundred percent of it, but he makes some good points. You know, uh, if you are easily offended, don't read this. <laughs> you did I did see that. I did and I specifically which was funny because I, I did target that towards someone. Um, didn't stop that someone from reading it. It didn't stop that someone from making comments. <laughs> Which, but, come on. But if it, I were a bookie, a good, I would not take your money because the odds are so, so. It's, I, I knew it was going to happen. And he, yes, of course, did. he responded. And I responded back. And the thing is, I never attack, ever attack. I never attack anybody who's on my page. Um, so, anyway. So I responded to him with my with thoughts, you know, not attacking in any way. And then I think I ended at one of my posts with um, something about people getting defensive, uh, getting offended and defensive and so on and not that kind of thing. And, of course, he made a comment of, uh, you know, what do you mean by getting offended and defensive? I'm like, okay. I'm thinking to myself because I didn't respond. I didn't respond to that question at all because it's totally a baiting question. I'm thinking, okay, you're smart. You know exactly what I mean by when I said that. So don't even think about asking this question because you know, because I know you're baiting me. I'm like, that's not going to happen. Um, so I left it alone. Then a friend of mine got on 
and was giving his opinion about the Bible and so on. And I, and I totally agreed with him. I'm like, I, dude, I totally understand. I get that. I agree with most everything you're saying here. We do have different views on the Bible, and that's just, that's fine. Um, but and we're going. We had a nice little back and forth. Then this other individual decided to come back on and use that against me. And in there, he quotes a couple verses and pretty much saying that um, I'm going to hell. According to his religion, I'm 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 going to hell. So I thought that was interesting. <laughs> I looked at Ruth read it, and she's like, "So you're going to hell, huh?" And I'm like, "Apparently so." <laughs> I'm like, whatever. "See you when you get there." I feel I'm like, like whatever. There for you know, is, is I, hell is hell by hell? Does he mean an urn? <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, no, he believes in an actual place of hell. Just no, like no, he does. I'm saying, you know how how do you translate? Like I'm, I'm going to die. Like eventually, that is true. <laughs> I honestly, I mean, if you want my opinion, I don't believe that there's a heaven nor a hell that we all just cease to exist. I mean, that's just the way it is. Wouldn't that be greater um, though? Wouldn't that be so much greater? What to just cease know that when it's over, it's over. You don't yeah. got to worry about the, this impending. Well, other than, otherwise, God forbid for people me, judge me enough every day. I don't need to worry about well, it at the end. If well, I'm dying, like, I just want to die. Uh, right? Aside just from all die. the uh, aside from all the atrocities <laughs> that God allowed throughout the Bible, the, you also have to come to grips with if there is a hell. Let's just talk about hell just for a second. We're not going to get too deep here. Hashtag day drinking. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to believe that there is Uber. actual oh, hell, of which religion? So cheers. Yeah, yeah, there it oh, is. Oh yeah, here. here. This is, this I actually not... got some in my glass. Now. <laughs> this is not... Um, oh, this is yeah, not healthy. I'm being a better a host now, filling their glasses up. So anyway, you're already great. If you want to believe that there is an actual hell, that means you have to be okay with that the creator of the universe who you believe is the God of love and love is God and he's just same thing as love, you have to believe that he's okay with torturing somebody for eternity over a finite period of hey, time man, here on Earth. Choices. There is, if you have <laughs> we make our choices. Wow. If, you think, I don't, if you think the human soul is eternal and we live eternally, right, our finite existence here in the physical plane here on Earth is nothing compared to eternity. So we have this little tiny speck of time to make one decision. If we don't make the right decision, he's going to eternally torture us. And in my opinion, torture is much worse than death. I'd much rather be killed than tortured. I'm going to be metaphoric here and say you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> well, I know. But I'm just saying, if you really I, want to I believe in hell, you have to believe that this God of love is okay with torturing people. Well, I mean, he's already okay with typhoons taking people out and children starving. And oh, He's okay with slavery. You know, he's okay uh, with women People being... coming in and taking out 26 first graders in an elementary yeah. school. All that's okay. It's okay. Well, just Because it's, you know, it's, it's what, it's, it's um, what do they say? Um, what do they say in, in Bruce Almighty? He couldn't he couldn't mess with free will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so free will just get you can't be touched. You can't. You know, it is what it is. But then again, you know, it was okay to eradicate all the dinosaurs too. So I would say we are nothing more than a species who you know the world will go on once we're extinct. It's okay. No, it's supposed it's to. Fine. I mean, all that just to say. It's like spending all this time building just... a huge Jenga yeah, <laughs> and not yeah. minding that it falls down. I don't. It, it, sometimes that actually irritates me. I don't. I spent I spent a lot of time. 
I want one of those human sized ones. I'm really trying to divert the subject, which I, I will by saying, and I, and I, I do know. agree with you. I don't, I don't want to say, however, we will have a lot of people who disagree. And, we'll have um, some, and that's fine. the fact that we are not facing I don't um, mind hatred a good commentary. Debate. I is, don't mind a good debate. Let's talk about it. No, that, just, well, that's why you but do But don't it. tell me, don't tell me that I'm wrong. I'm like, okay, I get that. It, you, Cause somebody was telling me, Matt, you just need to sit down and talk with this individual. I'm thinking, no, I, I, I understand that. I do. And normally I would. I'd be open with that. Problem is I don't want to sit here and be told that I'm wrong the whole time and that he's right the whole time and he's spending the whole time trying to prove himself. In fact, that was even in that freaking Facebook post because he's like, well, who doesn't want to prove themselves right all the time? I'm like, me. Me, right. I don't want to prove myself right. In fact, I want you to prove me wrong because that means I'm learning more. Well, and that is the whole reason why punk wisdom exists. People. Exactly. It is our it is our opinions um that if we if we debate and we talk and we learn, then we grow and we become something better. One of the reasons why I decided to sign up on this project with you, Matt, is because I always felt like if you stop learning, you stop growing. And if you stop I mean, you're in school. I'm ready to go back to school. We're well into our adulthood. We have um, kids that are nearly grown. I have actually kids that are grown. Um, I got grandbabies running around this world that are just freaking adorable. Um, (sighs) But and nowhere near, nowhere near what they're like when they're with their parents. They are absolute angels when they're with me. But I digress. Um, the sole purpose of punk wisdom, just in case you guys haven't actually heard us define ourselves in our own way, is that we want to talk about these things. And even if they're mindless and stupid things or they're deep and philosophical things, it's all the same. So we want to hear different opinions. We encourage. Uh, We don't want to fight. We don't want to argue. We are not going to tell you you are wrong if you want to believe something. We just want to say, hmm. That's interesting. And we want you in turn to have an open mind to go, hmm, that's interesting as well. So when we grow, we learn and we become a little bit wiser. But we're still fucking assholes. So the punk applies just as much as the wisdom does. I posted an article, actually a video on Facebook the other day. I follow this guy on YouTube. I forget his actual name. Um, But the YouTube channel is called Aspie World. He's he's got Asperger's. And uh, he posted this video of – Common misconceptions of people who have Asperger's. And uh, obviously the first one he talked about was Rain Man. <laughs> oh, he's like every Wapner. time he tells someone – Five minutes has, to Wapner. He's like every time you tell somebody that you have autism, the first thing that comes like, are you like Rain Man? No. No. I'm not no, because we'd have more freaking money, right? <laughs> we'd be at – you know, I, I would know. hire a plow to push the snow out of my way <laughs> as I was driving behind it. Just to get, we'd have been on the air Friday night because I'd be we kidnapping him and taking to the casino <laughs> like every weekend. But, but the other things, though, he did in his list of misconceptions. He was like, "There's he lots of care. times, no, there's <laughs> lots of times that people with Aspergers will get viewed as being rude or assholes." Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, "And we're not." He's like, "Seriously, we're not." He says, "Just, just, just the way our mind works, and sometimes things come out that just they just come out that way." And well, like, yes, we're not but- intending to be a jerk. Um, Though I will say at times I am intending to be a jerk and I'll use my Asperger's as an excuse. Um, but those are few and far between. Brutal a lot honesty. Of times. Well, yes, but you can also say that um, women 
who are assertive, who say what they want, who mean what they say, mm-hmm. uh, they're called bitches. Yeah. So I think there's something I about guarantee- an assertive personality. If you if you don't have yeah. those fine kid gloves on to treat people the way they always, then you would be labeled if you're uh, not kissing aggressive. people's asses, basically. Because I'm super nice to everybody, but when I am assertive. And I say that in quotations because everybody takes it as bitchy. It's not bitchy. If I were a dude and I was being assertive, yeah. you wouldn't call me a dick. You'd, You'd be just... management material. Right. Exactly. Well, exactly. And women get put so... – and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Women get put in a really terrible position in the fact of – well, if there's another conversation going on, going around about say, not just saying no in, in certain situations, like sexual yeah. situations, but actually saying yes and being – open with your partner of like what you want and what you don't want and having that communication because there's times, believe it or not, because someone posted a uh, an, an example of um, Star Wars. I hated the example they used. But it was when Han, you're a Star Wars nerd. Right, because when Han Solo was pushing himself on Leia in the corridor in the first huh. Star Wars movie and how he was – how it all looked like, oh, it was romantic. He's like, you're trembling. Like she's trembling because she doesn't want you near her, you asshole. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> um, but I didn't we view think, it as that. See, and a lot of people don't. I thought of that. No. But I'm thinking we are born oh and God, bred as young boys. Exactly. As young boys, that's the way we're conditioned. To conquer. And even women. Or see that. And they're like, an, oh my God, well, look at any means... of the, watch any of the Disney movies Anything. and just how they mentally set up women. Well, even, you know? even the sitcom. The Little uh, Mermaid is the absolute worst. That for that sitcom. Uh, yeah. Uh, she would give up her entire. What's the name of the sitcom? Oh, well, New Girl. Beauty and the Beast. Stockholm. The sitcom New Girl. True. There's an actual conversation Stockholm. between <laughs> the one of the female characters, one of the male characters, where she actually turned to him and was like, um, why would you ask to kiss somebody that's so wimpish, that's so, so much of a pussy of a man? I'm thinking, seriously though? Is it? Is that the culture? Is that what you're pushing onto us? Is that it's wimpy or is not a men should not ask for these things? Even though, especially nowadays with the whole Me Too mm-hmm. and uh, so on that's going on, like I think more than anything, more than ever, we should be asking before we should just push ourselves onto people. Um, well, the thing I mean, that's my opinion. I'm just thinking as as women, I'm not one, so I don't know entirely, and that's why I'm talking. You goddamn you. right, you're not. No, but I'm thinking <laughs> that's got to put you in a very Awkward, not just maybe awkward. I think it puts everybody in an awkward situation because as a woman, like I still want a guy to be assertive and like sweep me off my feet and, you know, shove me up against the wall and do all that fun stuff and have all that, you know, heat there. But at the same time, unless you are already pre-established, like this is my boyfriend and we've been together for a year, like. Can you do that now? Because it's really confusing. So guys are confused. Women are confused we're because confused they're too, not. Yeah, yeah we're not sure what we're so supposed the, to be and telling you know, men so the to do the to make it okay. Well, yeah, because it now, would be easier if it was just like, oh, rape is bad, and everyone just understood that. And right. if somebody says no, like just walk away. And if that wasn't such a hard concept for everybody to actually grasp, like there wouldn't be this really awkward situation that we're all in right now, which is, well. Should I ask you before I flirt with you, which kind of defeats the purpose of flirting, or should I ask you before I kiss you, which kind of ruins that first kiss, but then there's always the creepy guy who's going to try and slobber all over your face because he's drunk, (laughs) and that's rapey, you know, so... No, I, I think you're right. Yeah, I think, yeah. Awesome rapey, rapey is, awesome it's word. an actual word. That's cool. I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. Let's contact yeah, Oxford because so they need to add that in the next edition. I mean, honestly, they've added so much other dumb shit. You right? need to add they rapey. They just added Snowflake. Did you see that? Yeah. 
That's fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is that not a piece of frozen water falling from the sky? Yeah, but that's not the definition they <laughs> put on it. Oh, that's or was that? Oh, an so they there, there's an amendment I'm to the word snowflake. I'm a writer and I'm or, terrible at that. I don't know. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, yeah. well, yeah. the point is, I think the culture, I think we've all been turned upside down because if you're a feminist, you want that control and that power. But if you're if you're not, if feminism was never in your if you like having doors held open for you, I if do. you liked him grabbing right. the check when you're out on a date to pay for dinner, mm, depending if you, on who it you is, know, I do. if you liked if you liked all that stuff, I don't I don't know. Is it is it always conditioning? Or sometimes is it is it the way because because there were defined roles right right so um, well a lot of that chivalrous not but now he's got to be like hey yeah, so the spontaneity what? spontaneity of it all is in question now because you can't just which kind take of that ruins Honestly, sort of the romance I everything so and the surprise and the actual courting and dating element so of everything. thank you guys for taking what what well, would have. Okay been considered normal all right screwing it all up to where we we can't even count on whether or not that's even we have to actually question whether that's there are two sides to this so there is obviously everybody who is responsible for being rapey and actually raping and doing you know things that are completely out of line and they know are wrong and have you know using their power to hold women back and whatever And then you also have now there's this new wave feminism that's coming through where feminism, awesome. I'm totally all about it. I'm a female. I want as many rights as possible. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I'm not going to go change my own oil. So that's me, you know, and that's fine. I want someone to open a door for me. If a guy doesn't open a car door for me, like I'm not going on a second date with him. So that's like a firm rule I've always had. But then at the same point, like I'm still independent. I still want to go do my own thing. But then we have, you know, what I call very, very, very aggressive feminism, which is sort of taking away from the movement of feminism as it is and turning it into a joke in the public. Absolutely. And that is ruining feminism. So when you're parading pussies around on your heads, like people don't take feminism seriously after that. Well, you wouldn't. You're right. It it took the message we were trying to say and almost made a mockery of it. But another part of the problem is those women who are not assertive. Those women who are not assertive, who wound up in situations or and I'm not saying rapey situations. I'm not saying serious in situations. I'm saying that beginning situation where someone makes a pass at you and you're not strong enough. You feel a little I don't I don't know what you would call it. Well, OK, but for, you can't just say an example I'm not here. interested. OK, say it's are. in a work situation or something. That example right there. And. Is- Ah, but I just, I can't. You got to be able to say, I'm not interested. You got to be able to make it clear. did nothing wrong. Well, okay. Okay. allegedly. I, just, I don't think he did I can't, anything wrong. He's but just the problem was, so, he's such a kind-hearted person. Like, it would seem that's that like way. saying, like, he I had, cheer it. You he know? had a certain agenda. He wanted, he wanted sex. Booty, booty, booty. Period. That's what he wanted. That's well, what the whole thing was about. She, on the other hand, wanted a relationship of some sort. 
Oh, well, that's what she wanted. The problem is, go to eHarmony. That was, that what was is your source on this? Just, just so we know. I've watched I'm a not... couple of videos on it and an article that she wrote, and then what, how he responded, oh, okay. so... and then so on. Um, I can't really name my sources right now. I apologize. But so he was just sounded, a one and done. He just wanted to get some. That's booty. what he wanted. He wanted some booty. That's yeah. what he wanted. She wanted a little bit more than that. And she didn't communicate that very well, and he didn't communicate what he wanted very well. And so what happened, happened. Well, she right. walked away feeling hurt. I get it. I totally but... get it. What she did in response <laughs> to that, I don't think was right. Mm-mm. No. But I understand that why... she was hurt. I get that. Okay, but now, this was... is why people do not take women seriously when they say I've been raped. is because right, of right, women right. like this I... who come out and say, well, I feel like we were. I was pressured to have sex. No, you wanted to have sex Definitely. with him. You just also wanted him to wife you. And because he didn't wife you, you got offended. Exactly. And then you called him a rapist and said but he even... was pushing you into uncomfortable situations. Even right. up until... That was the... my point. Is like that got that miscommunication between the two of them. But even up until the people But then who... she took it a whole extra no, step. But he was cool mm. about it because she was like, when she would... That doesn't soon, mean it's okay. As soon as she said, I'm done, well, yeah. he's like, okay, yeah. see ya. Here's some money a for a cat. Guy. I'm gonna let you go. Absolutely. And so he was a decent guy. But that, that was my No, thing. I like, don't need your money he, for a cab. Sorry. I think right. But that well, was no, but it was thoughtful. It's, it's not demeaning. It's, okay, to me, it's, it's just thoughtful. It's a little not, but No, it's just like, hey, you shouldn't have to pay for your own Uber because, you know what I'm saying? No, like, you weren't planning point, on going home. At that point, he would probably have to force her to pay her own Uber. I don't, I don't think that's know. What he, I don't think that's what he meant. I thought I it was, was just like, a nice gesture. I would take that as a nice gesture, not as a, here's some money, get out of my place. You know, yeah, I, I, I took know. away from it as a, she stopped. He stopped when she wanted him to stop, and that's, and that's fair enough. But but the the fact still remains: there's situations like that, and then there's situations like females not. I mean, it's one thing to say you were intimidated, so you didn't feel like you could say no. But then, whose fault is that? Is that you for not saying I don't care what it feels like? I'm saying no. Or is the the culture of dominance where they really don't feel like they had a choice? I think it's a little bit of both. It is. And I mean, especially if you're in a work situation, somebody is pushing that on you, like everything that came out about what is that that guy's name who like, you know, sexually harassed and raped people in Hollywood. Harry Weinstein? Weinstein. Weinstein. Harvey. Oh, Harvey. Whatever. Harvey, yeah. Really good like looking guy. Like his name's irrelevant. Like I'm he's sorry. Just a piece you can't of shit. Air quotes. That's, but, yeah. all about, that's all about power. <laughs> oh, but yeah. It's it the is. casting couch, but it's not yep. him. It's, and, but you know what? It, that is in all industries, in all parts of the world. And it's a boss saying, okay, well, I'll make you know, comments about this and why don't you be my this and you just have to giggle it off. There is something in the workplace that sexual harassment just sort of kind of comes with it. It's a degradation you know? against women because you don't see it them is. doing that with men. Well, but I will, He's doing that with women. But right. I have to stress. I but have to stress. there are females that also do this with men, which yeah. is not okay. So There are, but in the subservient position okay so right. whether the boss is male so, or female right. so the opposite sex that's that's below that you there have is to an laugh air you a, have if she's hot about I'm you or I'm shut up <laughs> well i mean because you're at a point where it's like okay do you keep so you're your not job? wiser now you're just a punk <laughs> so but but there's the thing though you you have an air about you and if you're an air of i'll do what i have to do because that's my job i mean right. if you're delicate in any sort of way that ends up being points against you because True. it doesn't seem like you'll 
You know, I mean, I I, I have to admit, also, I have a on friend. the turn if you're aggressive and you're like, no, like what is wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? You can't say that either. So it has to be some sort of. Well, and this women. is what I've learned from my experience. You just laugh it off, laugh it off, and then it finally gets to a certain point where it's like, dude, come on, like this isn't cool. Well, like, correct me if I'm wrong. If it's women, you're either a bitch or you're a slut. Well, right. I don't think there's yeah. an in between, is there? The, mm, I, yeah, think, no. I think there is a personality type that doesn't, that just, that just emits, I guess, this don't try that with her kind of thing. It doesn't have to be aggressive or bitchy. It just has to be. Now, now I'm coming at this from a female musician in a world of male musicians. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've always had, uh, my band has always been men. Um, on the occasion, one female, and she was the disaster. So <laughs> I would stick with that rule. If I ever got into another band again, fronted another band, it would have to be with all guys. And I think what has got me through, I have never had a pass made at me in a band um, that wasn't at least somewhat warranted or like um, groomed in some way. Like there was there was like a friendship that grew into, right. you know, whatever. Okay. So nobody has ever said to me on a you know on a on an inebriated night at a super huge party at the biggest show of our lives or whatever. I've never been caught in an awkward position. I have always treated those guys like they were my brothers. So it's always been a very no. There was no sexual tension. There was n- none of that. And I I think that has something to do with my personality. I think because I just take people as they are. I don't do flirty things. I don't linger like looking at someone longer like I, I i don't know i just think there's certain things that you emit as a person on what is will be or will not be acceptable i've had some jokes said to me and i have turned around and simply just said it's not funny dude and walked away i don't think that was insensitive i don't think it was bitchy i don't think it was bossy mm-hmm. but i think that was my way of saying please don't do that again because it's just not going to work out well for you now that's my personal opinion it is also the opinion of a legitimately rape victim. So I know what that fear mm. is like. I know what it's like to to think what what is the worst that's going to happen, and I'm not sure it's happened yet. So there's that. So maybe that created some kind of personality change in me. I, I don't know what it is, but I do think this whole movement, yes, our female population – are are riddled with victims of people that have been in power. Yeah. And yes, it's the same it's the same vice versa in a small percentage, but relatively yeah. it's the same thing. And power power corrupts and it corrupts obviously the opposite sex below you. Um in now, more ways here's than Here's a question for you. Now, do you think that the percentage, obviously the percentage of men over women is in that situation is more so than women over men. We came from a madman generation, think, right? But do you think that's because that there isn't so many women in those positions? Or do you think Absolutely. it's because of the sex, uh, the gender? I think it's it's probably some of both. Um, remember back in the days of Beaver Cleaver and, you know, those kind of uh, My Three Sons, those kind of shows, the, the 50s. and the, So it was, you know, the suffrage movement when women didn't vote. It was right. that women stayed home and raised their children and men work. And it created generation after generation after generation of this men have well, the power. Men pay the bills. Back men in drive those days, if you were too, raped so you got, and you got sure. pregnant because of said rape, like pe- you were looked down upon. You know what I'm saying? Um, and 
abortion wasn't a thing. So back in those days, like you had to keep that baby. And granted, we're not in those days anymore. But I mean, clearly, if we've learned anything from this uh, this last election, it's that a lot of people are still mentally in that place who didn't even grow up in that time. So yeah, what does that say for progress and growth? I mean, granted, we've had a ton of progress and growth. You know, they're, that's I mean, part Rossum, of the problem. for example, well, just, 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 how shameless. Br- just how they brought up. She didn't have equal kids. pay to, um, ah, what is his name? Frank on Shameless. Oh, I haven't watched I can't oh, think of his name right now. This, but he was getting paid more anxiety. than, oh I my God, I love I wanna, it. It is like a train wreck. It is a train wreck of like awesome shenanigans and you're just like, oh my God. But she is a fantastic actress. She's wildly talented. And she was getting paid less than him. So, you know, even though she is that show's main character along with him and right. she is in literally every single episode, she is, well, you know, well, pretty much naked. I've seen her boobs well, way more say, times than I've seen the, his the butt. Example, so she right. deserved at least equal pay. The best example was that Mark Wahlberg, that Wahlberg and, that's and right. she got that. Williams She got millions uh, and she got thousands they, or whatever it was. I, we don't have the numbers in front of us. Right, so right. We don't, and, but, but it was astronomically And it's different. cool that what Mark Wahlberg did, he didn't have to do what he did. What did he do? He donated he all donated the, all that money, money to uh, something about I know some women's cause mm-hmm. I forget which cause it was. <sighs> I, I think mean, in so Hollywood, he didn't have to do every what he day did. I want to marry him. More. Right, he's probably <laughs> one of the most down to earth so actors. Did, like he said, married yeah. like his high school sweheart. Yeah, and he didn't naturally. have to do what he did. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, I mean, but he at least recognized the you know the inequality. Yeah, and I mean, did something about it and said, "All right, well, I'm not going to." Profit off of somebody else's loss. So but then let's be smart women. Fortunate. Then let's be assertive women fought, to say. And she said, I'm not going to come back. I'm not going to do the next season of the show unless we are paid equally. See? And they are paid equally now. Did you see what uh, Jessica Chastain did? No. Um, one of her recent movies, I forget what movie it is, and I don't know yeah, the, full act, facts uh, the other actress's name because this has just popped <laughs> into my head and I didn't research this one bit until because it just popped in my head now. Um, but she was doing a movie with a black astri- uh, black actress. Mm-hmm. What are you waving at me for? Want to take a break? After your point. I mean, I'll round out okay. mine, you round out yours, and then cool, we'll cool. take a break here in a minute. So, um, but she found, Jessica Chastain found out that this black actress, if again, I don't know her name, was making much, much less than her. And they were pretty much had equal roles in this movie. Oh, wow. And so she put, didn't stand for it. She went to the director's like, this isn't going to happen. Good. So she stood up and she actually got that actress five times more than what she was actually already being paid. Awesome. Um, now, God, I love it when the, people do the right thing. Actress, I think sometimes gender, gender. But it was this. It was this black actress Trump's that was talking race. about it. I think so. Yeah. I agree. It was black actress that was talking about it during this talk show, and she's like, "Now we just need to get our pay up equal to men's pay." But right. She goes, "But at right. least, <laughs> but at least, she goes, oh but, my god!" But she says Jessica had no idea that black actresses were getting even paid less than That's women actresses. Insane. And so she's like, and it came to her to attention. She's like, she fought it, but it was like good. So that's cool for her, and I think that's awesome. And they, and so there's still a lot of progress that needs to be made. Ah, uh, absolutely. But um, at least people are starting to see it now. I think people are starting well, to recognize and, and it. And that kind of rounds out my point because my point was so all these generations, you know, went from you know we were we were uh, valued very little. We were only supposed to have children, raise children, stay married, whether you were happy or not. Yeah. Take care of a home, Barefoot have a clean house. Right? Look how many Belongings. mothers are are judged for having you know crazy houses that are you know just a mm-hmm. mess. 
Look at how many are judged for being single parents. Look how many men don't want to don't want to date a girl with kids or even one child or yeah. nobody Which, wants to. Can I to- just jump in there real quick and say, hey, guys, if you don't want to date a woman that has kids, you're a moron. One, she's probably going to end up doing a lot of laundry. She already knows how to cook because she's already cooking she's, for her kids. She's more domesticated she knows, than anybody yes, else. She That's knows true. how to handle our household and That's she knows true. how to take care of herself. So just keep that in mind. Right. And that if you kids, marry her, saying. you also marry her kids. So um, yes. they are not a sideline. There are some but guys anyway, out there who don't want the instant family. Yeah, and and so. that is true. It. That is true. So long-term date. Long, right. Keep your own place. Keep her place. Like, you know, I mean, be smart about it, though, because you're right. And hang out every I'm other sorry. week. Just like if people I'm into say, the chick, I'm into the chick. I well, don't just like people say, she's gonna, um, you know. gender, yeah. race, religion, all those things, like finding the perfect person for you is hard enough. It's yeah, like it finding mm-hmm. a needle in a haystack. Absolutely. When you start saying... You know, uh, parental responsibilities matter. Religions matter. Race matters. Even to some people, gender matters. Is is just negating. It's just cutting down your odds more and more and more. Absolutely. So I want to say, if you're sitting there saying, you know, I've dated all these people and I can't find the right one, maybe it's you. But back to the <laughs> point. Um, I just think now we're at a we're kind of like at the apex of the whole thing, right? So women are now we've been arguing to be equal for a long time, mm-hmm. but now the whole Me Too and now the whole whose responsibility is it to say no or to say yes or to ask or to expect I think or we'll all be better off with more communication. I think I think that's right. I think so. Culturally, we will change and we will communicate a little bit more. We will be considerate a little bit more. We will be careful of what could happen tomorrow if we do this thing or if we say this thing, both men and women should start really thinking about how they treat other people for fear of the consequences the next day, two days later, whatever it is. So maybe well, in yeah, generations just to being come, a good person isn't cutting it. So we will, it isn't, but in generations to come, I think it will, I think it will even out and I think we'll find a new normal that, that maybe is more acceptable to all of us, but long gone, are the days that women are just going to sit home or women are just going to take your advances without fear, you know, or w- be afraid now? of what's going to happen now. Or even men that are in submersive, uh, submissive positions at work with female bosses. We're not just going to sit here and we're not going to take it anymore. Um, so we have we have spent a considerable amount of time on that and didn't even get to the whole poll where 54 percent of the people who polled and they were 14 so we got new pollers that said they do actually suffer from some sort of depression in the deepest dead of winter so my it's understandable um my suggestion would be 57 to 43 that's 43 say not so much 57% say yes every year now i will say that were the only two options so there isn't a sometimes there wasn't a Frequently, there's either a absolute yes or an absolute no. I could not figure out how to add an extra poll option. So with that in mind, um, all you depressive shits out there like us, or at least like me, I was the first vote. And they were anonymous, by the way, so we have no idea who did it. Take some vitamin. Is it, what are we missing from the sun? Vitamin D. Yeah. Yeah. Take that shit. Or go tanning. I mean, that's, you can that's go less tanning. healthy, you can, um, but that's what I'm going to do. Get outside when the sun's <laughs> nice. out, regardless of how cold it is. You can obviously increase your milk intake. Uh, ice cream also works. Unless you're lactose intolerant Thank and then probably that. vitamin D. 
in which case supplements and <laughs> a one a day might might do you a little bit of good. Yeah. But anyway, so I think we are going to take a break. Agreed? No, no you yeah. want to? There's only a couple minutes left of this show. No, actually, we started it about quarter after, so we're at like 20 after now, right? Whatever you want. That's fine. I, I'm... I'm I'm the minority in this room, so what do you guys want to do? Yeah, you are, because we'll beat the shit out of you if you say otherwise. So, yeah. so I need to get another drink. We have, anyway, so. um, who do we have, Jessica? Who do we have on? Uh, we have got the Farley's title is Altered Boys. And oh, there Tart we go. Appropriate. Miss me. Yeah, Tart missed me. There. there you go. Thank you. Oh, look. <laughs> To oh, whoop his ass. Anyway, <laughs> then Tart missed me. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. And then no, Red. stop. That's a no-no. Have you learned? God. Damn Oy. it. And then we've got Sorry, Red uh, Eight Smile On, which this song is awesome. And Red is just awesome. He is hands down my favorite ginger. And he is like this really awesome hippie rapper that is just My awesome. favorite ginger. Isn't that he, racist? He is. What? No. That's, they're ginger, not a, isn't it? No, I'm Irish. We will debate this on another show, but anyway. for right now, we got some seriously, seriously good local music in store for We're you. We're gonna come back and talk about a really fucked up church too. I need to talk about that. Oh yes, we absolutely will. Pray the gay away. What the fuck is Ooh. that about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Today, today, like mm. today in modern day right, society, anyway. this happens. So we'll be back in a few. Enjoy.
always listless, but I know it's over soon. Several hours in a vacuum spun my brain dreams of the black moon, but I know you're over Crazy driving down this interstate, my speed gauge is raising, my heart is racing through intersections. I've been infected with the mind state that's so ill, I'm conflicted by my intellect. A beat, a pen in the pad is all I need to relieve this fucking stress that has brought me down to my knees, but I ain't breaking. I've seen what I need through all of the evil people I found in my journey on a quest for positivity. I share it. No time looking back in the past, I know that I gotta do something fast if I don't wanna see my future pass in the aftermath. Uh, I was put here to move like yes. That's what I gotta do for me to fight fear When I get it in the right, yeah, I can do anything I want when I'm right here I take it all, make the call, I do this shit on my own time My own mind controls my emotions when it's showtime So sometimes, all you need to do is vent When you see there's nothing left, expect the worst But hope for the best, I tell you Never ride alone, I'm always keeping the thing that will always matter most You never notice it's raining until the fire's gone Until then, I'ma shut it out and smile on Stand. Your words need to be 
spoken. This is coming from a man who lives in a house that's broken. Living for these daily trends, these kids are forced to fit in. Now it's like tradition, you ain't allowed to have an opinion. All I ask is that you listen. It's hard to see my vision, predicting my position. Now it's time to make a decision. Do I run with it? Stay stagnant. Run up in the game like a damn assassin. Burn it down like I play with matches. My squad so hot, it's like a rumor dragon. Say fuck the world, that's zero acting. Call me captain, that's no caption. Take over once the year's over. I'm a little wise and I speak bolder. I said this before and I'll say it again, but it might be a lot for you to comprehend. Life's short, but a little right. Hold what you love and defend. Been on the low for the longest time, but look who's on that uprise. Sat around for that perfect moment, I improvise in that meantime Y'all be looking at me like, where the fuck did you come from? I've been around, I've seen some towns, I've been up north and I live down south Never ride along, I'm always keeping the thing that will always matter most You never know this is raining until the fire's gone Until then, I'ma shut it out and smile along, smile along Never ride along, I'm always keeping the thing that will always matter most You never know this is raining until the fire's gone I want your style alone. You search your whole entire life for that place to call home. That's why I ought to fight of all of my demons, cause I'm strong enough to do it. I'm through with proving I'm wrong. It's not a crime to be yourself. But there's a price to pay to do it well. I took that shot, and well, look where I'm at. This is a message to all of y'all looking back. Don't you worry about the past when the memory turns to ash. Never ride along. I'm always keeping the thing that will always matter most. You never notice it's raining until the fire's gone. Until then, I'ma shut it out and smile along, smile along. Never ride along. I'm always keeping the thing that will always matter most. You never notice it's raining until the fire's gone. Until then, I'ma shut it out and smile along. Hey, we're back, I think. Are we mm-hmm. back already? Did we you, are did back. Did you click it? Okay, cool. We, yeah, she clicked. We've been clicked. clicked. Yes. We've been clicked. Yes. I clicked how do, how does that feel? It feels weird. feels good. To cl- what do you mean by that? Like, I have no idea. I don't know. Feel. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> with it. <laughs> I feel like I accomplished doing it. my job. There you go. <laughs> <All right. laughs> there you go. So, um, so we did have a yeah, question. We do have a, a listener question. That asked, what about seasonal depression in the summer? Is that a thing? And yes, absolutely, it is a thing. Typically, um, with what, uh, because I've had extensive discussions with the guest that could not be here due to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double air quote this, uh, <laughs> bad driving conditions because they're really it's not as bad. bad as they were over the last couple of days. We might be at the end of that. You know, uh, I shouldn't de- say it that. It depends on what then... kind of car you have because I wouldn't have been able to get here. So Chris dropped me off and drops me off and he's coming okay. to pick me up. That's fair enough. But I do hear and I think our um, our post on Facebook would be um, seasonal depre- or seasonal affective disorder is defined as a mood disorder subset in which people who have normal mental health throughout most of the year exhibit depressive symptoms at the same time each year, most commonly in the winter. But that does not mean it's um, it doesn't happen in the summertime. As a matter of fact, that's most oftenly uh, tagged with anxiety and things like that. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the excessive daylight. Maybe it's the heat because God knows I have been uh, quoted. It has been said that I am so white, I'm blue. So I know what ninety degrees well, is even, like, uh, and it does not. It does not. Even one of our well past guests, uh, Sarah Beth, was saying that she hits a certain depression every year, depending on the uh, the whole 
weather and so on. Now, see, it, for me, it's so. the vitamin D deficiency. Maybe sometimes it's like an overdose of it. I don't. Maybe we'll maybe we'll revisit that in the summertime and, and discuss. Yeah, a little I bit. think there's a lot of variables that can go into that because I've dealt with it before. So I guess I can attest to at least what my issues were. Right, because like for so. me, it's it's all. I'm a snow baby, so I like to go out with the kids. Mm-hmm. I like snowboarding. We we like to, uh, and even just with the small hill, we like to go sledding. We like to be out. Now with my back injury, I I just more or less am the photographer. Mm-hmm. But if they were to go out to make the snowman in the front yard, I I'd gear up and go out. When it's ninety and you want to go to the beach, I'm not so much a fan of that. But that's you know that's just me. I come from an Irish family, and when it's overcast and raining, that's that's my best day. So. Um, but we will we will do a little bit. So yes, that is a very good question. Sometimes it does happen in the summer. Um, Summertime, right? And the living's easy. Yeah, something like that. I know I will be unemployed all summer, so I'm going to try and find a second job. I guess I'm going to moonlight a little bit. Aww. Something I think was going to get brought up when our if our guest was going to be here. Um, it was going to we had I think there was going to be a segue even, which I'm not totally good with. S E G U E. By the way, people, just do it. <laughs> I. By the way, I was don't let not, Siri tell you any. I different. was not correcting you when we were. No, no, I understand that. that. Okay. I understand that. I just Siri chose that, and I wonder why she was trying to capitalize it. And I'm I, like, don't. But then I forgot. Oh, was she trying those, to thinking about the the yeah, little two wheeler yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so she and uh, nobody ever rides anymore. She's a little too modern for my taste. Sometimes, but whatever. Um. It was brought to my attention actually through my my niece. Um, she posted it a while back on Facebook, and then so I started looking into it. There's a church. Um, there's two actually. They're they're big well, enough. It was to on the have, news. Yeah. Well, this was before they even hit the news. Then when I found out about it, but there's this church down in Taylor. They actually have two different uh, Taylor. Locations. This is Michigan Yankee territory. There people. was uh, Riverview, I think, is where the other one is at. And, Who cares? Let's not give them anyway. That, seriously. Um, the pastor well, there, unless people want to go protest in front of there. Well, that's exactly it. They're protesting um, at the I think the Riverview one every Thursday night. I think is their uh, is what they're planning on doing. Um, I didn't go obviously because Thursday night there was a lot of fucking snow out there and I wasn't traveling that far. Cause that's kind of a trip. But anyway, yeah, um, Taylor Tucky they call it. Yeah. So anyway, this uh, pastor right. was Hazel Park posted to a, a new level. on uh, <laughs> posted on their webpage a while back. About some, um, I I forget. Did you write down what the name of the actual course was? Um, crap, I totally forget what it was now. It's it was confer it was conversion therapy. Conversion therapy. They were targeting twelve eighteen. They were tw- targeting twelve to sixteen year old girls who were questioning their identity, uh, whether the they sexual were, identity. Right, right, right. right. Um, and so I I think a lot of it was. Why they were targeting girls, I don't know. I, if I were to speculate, which I am, um, I would say that's that, what we're all about yeah. here. We don't give a <laughs> shit about facts. Um, I would think that it was some parents confronted him on this issue, or like they were uh, asking what they could do. And I'm thinking a lot of the parents were talking about their own female daughter. Talking about their daughter. How can I? Fix what I'm her? thinking is why they Ugh. were tar- why they were targeting Disgusting. girls as opposed to boys. Um, Hashtag day drinking. It wasn't. It wasn't a camp that they were <laughs> For doing. Those sane people but there was a six-week program every Thursday night was going to be some type of therapy session of convincing them that what they're 
feeling isn't a choice. It's or that is what they're feeling is a choice, not what they're born with. And morally wrong, right? And morally wrong, obviously. So obviously, word got out, and people started getting upset. um, (laughs) Sorry, posting things on their (laughs) posting things on their website that were like, "This is bullshit." Um, They eventually took the page down and deleted it, but people actually took. But they're still offering it. it. People took snapshots of it. Um, they were still offering it for that Thursday night at that particular church. Then they changed the locations. Now it's at secret locations. They're not <laughs> revealing where the locations are at, and they're still continuing doing Kidnap it. Kidnap your kids not, and bring them to us, is basically. Is that not is a huge red flag? If you have to change and take it to a secret location, does that not say something to us normal I mean, fucking people out there? You if you have to hide so. your own, if you have to hide it, oh, definitely. it's definitely. like child pornography. If you got to keep it I from the what, cops, I think what really, what really is bad hit me with this is that I'm drinking more now. Yeah, oh no. God. I think what really hit me with this was that it's in our own backyard. It's it's one yeah. thing to hear about right? Mike Pence talking about the conversion camps right. that he's all for. And you hear about it in southern states, but we are hearing about it right here in our own backyard. In the north. And and just justifications this guy was using, he was comparing it to Weight Watchers, how people how Weight Watchers targets fat what? people to turn them into skinny people. Um, how different, fi- yeah. Uh, how different financial institutions are turning poor people into rich people. Wow. He's comparing hey, it to. I these want two to be things. on that list. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I'll sign up for that one. But he's Same. he's making the comparisons to that, and I'm thinking, this guy's that messed up. And but it makes sense. I grew up in this culture, so yeah. I understand where he's coming from. I, I see where he's coming from. Well, you they understand the logic that he's a using. Sin, oh, definitely. And they definitely. Truly think it, it's that really. It's a choice, I mean, in my opinion, it's fucked up. It's not. Now, no, it's, it's not just your opinion. I think we're unified. I mean, yeah, now I look here. at it that way because I yeah, mean, absolutely. it's scary the fact that I well, used to think that way. But that's why I. I understand why he's doing what he's doing. That's with, how you were conditioned. And though. the arguments he's coming up with were probably the same arguments I would have come up with back then. Um, but it's just – it's scary just to see that it's happening here in Michigan, not so many miles away from us. Um, yeah, so those of you out there who think that this is appalling as much as I think it's appalling, they are protesting it every freaking week. Um, Good. They are going to – that one particular church, even though they're not having it at that church. In fact, I think the church is actually not even meeting that night anymore. Um, because nobody can come in or go out of that church on that night now. Right, right. Now it's like totally fucked up. <laughs> so Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but I it's just so ridiculous. I guess I can't even process The thing it is they're still doing it, though. I, that's so, the thing. So these young girls are still sitting through this <sighs> feeling ashamed. Um, they're feeling they're feeling hatred for themselves. I'm I'm guessing. I mean, it's something I've never had to well, go through myself. Well, maybe they're being they're um, they're trying they're trying to make them feel bad about. It. I really hope that they, they walk away going, "This is total bullshit." Some of them won't. Unfortunately, no. they're going to live a life. I mean, some of the comments that I was seeing on some of these posts on Facebook of people commenting on things that they personally went through. One woman in particular said that she actually had to go through the church forcing her to have sex with a male to convince her. Wow. Because that, that is so biblical. Yeah. Oh awesome. And God. she even said today that she's married. She's got four kids, but she's like, I'm totally a lesbian. Um, wow. And so it's just, it's that messed up. So basically you guys are just ruining what could be a potentially happy family 
with your you're not gay, you're not gay, you're not gay. It's well, not real. But it's in just their, a perversion. In their opinion, in your they're own saving mind. them from eternal hellfire. Uh, That's what they're looking. I'm at. pretty sure they're putting themselves right into eternal hellfire. <laughs> well, I also, I also Our think opinions, you yes, know, but eternal hellfire oh. has nothing to do with the quality of your life as you live it today. Today. You do well, but in the Christian church, it's different. Oh, no, they I get preach it. that everything you do on this world, in this world, and don't give into your flesh will carry on, and your kingdom is in, uh, your kingdom is in heaven. So that's where you reap all the benefits, and you suffer now. Well, okay, that's bullshit. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but if you're gay, you're gay. And to me, like, I don't see God, I guess, the way uh, other people do. I don't see God as in the Bible. I see God as in a higher being, which is what every single religion is about. It's not based on one certain book. It's based on a higher being, something that created things. Yes, but that's something that's beautiful and accepting of all people and well, helpful in every and situation. And that's what I believe it that is God nothing is, is but. love. Right. And I think that people make their own decisions because free will and bad shit happens and that's life. You know, but at the same point, like if you're gay, you're gay. That's not the a best choice. thing we but could they, do for you is support you. If you're bisexual, they, you're bisexual. They don't see it that way. They no, see of it course as a they choice. don't. No, I and know. Then I was talking to a friend of mine. Um, I know. I was talking to a friend of mine who's actually finally understands the fact that it's not a choice. But, and this is the conversation I'm having with him, is that he believes because there's a there's a professor at the Bible College called Moody in Chicago mm-hmm. who professes to be gay. But since he, and according to his, according to his beliefs, that as long as he doesn't pursue it sexually, he's okay. And so that's where my friend's coming from is like, well, you don't necessarily have to have sex. That makes me so angry because love is love. Okay, let me crack your egg. That's their that's their mindset. Let let me me crack your egg on this for a second. Go ahead. The um, the program that you are speaking of is called unashamed identity workshop right that's the but let us and shame we have, you we the have whole been time. notified by a listener thank you so much darling um we we are so grateful um two things real quick before we continue or even if we don't continue um one we're going to cut short a little bit early today we have another show coming in um wh- who are they what are they called do you remember because we'll give them the whole uh, shout out if we can I don't, we'd have that. to come right back to that. No, no, no. They have they have an hour. They're coming up at six o'clock. So we're gonna stop here at about five to six, which gives us um, about ten minutes. About ten minutes. Um, next Eight. time we will be Thanks, Jess. on. <laughs> Sorry, I have to. Keep no, the no. Order. That's eight. It, eight is eight. Eight and ten are completely different in this kind of world. Um, the next podcast we will do will be in 12 days. It should be 14, but now it's 12, uh, will be about, uh, life choices. And this far deep into February, by the time we get to two weeks from now, where do we stand on our new year's resolutions? We are going to have a ball with this topic as we decide whether or not they're useful, whether there's a point to them all. And who actually is still keeping up with their resolutions almost eight weeks into the new year. So we'll be discussing that next week um, or the next time. 
And then the time after that, I think we were, weren't we doing that CIA guy? Yeah, he works, <laughs> he works for the Phrasing. Secret Service. Yes, Phrasing. I'm so excited for that show. <laughs> he works for the Secret Service. He, okay, so he works for the Secret Service, Ooh. and no matter what, however, we're going to start um, kind of promoting this show coming up. We're going we're gonna to promote the next one, but then as soon as the next one is over, we're going to start promoting this other one. And in these two weeks that we promote this show, we will never, ever tell you his name, which is the coolest part of this whole thing, <laughs> because he's going to be sitting in our studio, and he's going to be talking to We're going to call him the, Bob, the yes, name of a name Bob that you not Smith. want you don't don't want a name. Just yeah. not Walton Spiel. <laughs> so, yeah, not that Bob. <laughs> that Bob. <laughs> I hope they're having fun in Astronomicon today um, as we reference these guys one more time. But that's going to be so awesome because he's going to be telling us how the government spies on us, um, whether we know it or not. And I know most of you know that CCTV cameras are going on and Google is you know, listening to everything you or watching everything you search for. And, and your Siri. smart TV is watching everything in Siri and Amazon, the Echo, yeah, Alexa. So we are constantly being watched, but this guy, this guy is going to blow your mind. So we're really excited for that. Doris is actually on tap for this next episode, which we're going to talk about resolution. She's actually a life coach, and she is so astronomically full of love and support and just goodness, and all she puts out is great vibes. So I if think I you called are, her hippy dippy the other day. She when is I saw a little her. hippy dippy. However, <laughs> which is great in in the most modern, She's twisted cool. sort of yes. way. Um, yeah. And she does amazing things for disadvantaged um, adults and youth alike. Mm-hmm. She left a place, uh, Spex Howard School of Broadcast Arts or Media Arts. Which are now we'll we'll give them their credit because they do a lot of good things too. But I graduated she, from there. But she and so did I. But she left that place. Um, they're well taken care of. They have things well in hand and they do well for themselves. She decided to do a little bit more for the the disadvantaged youth and the adults. A, a little bit of it. Um, she wanted to fight for the underdog, and, and do, which is exactly what my favorite thing is to do. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see her. Um, she works for DSDT, which is Matt. What is DSDT? Detroit School for Digital Technology. That's right. Mm-hmm. Where Matt is learning how to ethically hack into, oh, again, spying um, for safety reasons for <laughs> for in in terms of saving the American people as we know it, keeping us safe and kind of finding. Those terrible people in the world that are that are wanting to do us harm. So and actually, so can you? How do they do that, Matt? What's that? Go to DSDT to learn about doing um, IT security. DSDT.tech is their website. That's the best way of uh, and they do and they do like everything. Like if you want to learn graphic arts, if you want to learn web development, they they got a great film department. Computer repair. Yeah, tons and tons yeah. and tons of stuff. Graphic that is design, only Yep, that's only a small programming. portion. They do a lot of, good, of they, what they do. They, they work really with good, they got a really good instructor in programming. That's right. They work with several other um, organizations, Michigan Works, the Focus Hope Foundation, all kinds of other things to help um, kids and adults. Their IT department's really good. That's what I'm going through right now. My particular instructor is a certified and uncertified. He's a gray hat hacker. He got himself in trouble and wears an ankle bracelet and all that jazz. Right. And they uh, figure out how to pay your tuition for you. <laughs> they figure out how to get you going. And the best thing about this school is that they are hands on. Mm-hmm. So it's not about how smart you are right now. It's about how well you can learn with the equipment in your hand 
as you go. So that is another great thing. So there's the next couple of shows we got going. I think another show idea I want to pitch to you. We'll pitch that another time, but I'm going to put it on here since we're running out of time and oh, I don't want to get too man. deep. Um, uh, small businesses, particularly direct sales businesses. So right now there's this surge of direct sales businesses. It started with companies like Mary Kay and Avon mm-hmm. and Tupperware, yeah. but now it's grown into LuLaRoe. They sell leggings and mm-hmm. clothing and they, um, they're Scentsy. They sell home like scented wax. And like and, every protein vitamin shake you can think of right? on the there's planet Right, there's that company. kind of stuff. So we're going to try, uh, if, if you're down with that, um, to get a couple of direct sales representatives because – the greatest thing about a direct sales business is, providing it's not a pyramid scheme like Amway is, uh, and I say I've that, done that loosely. <laughs> yeah. I've, done, I've done that. I've done uh, not surprise Primerica. Me. I've done all that shit. <laughs> I did Herbalife Primerica. before. Oh, my God. Primerica. Wasn't that the, uh, oh, I the lawyers that. for hire thing? No, um, it was a no, we'll financial it. investment yeah. thing. Oh, it was. Okay. Yeah. We can get into it. Because right I have heard of that. Huh. There's also the whole um, pay your $25 a month and you have an attorney. As long as you didn't do something wrong, <laughs> something else did somebody wrong, they would like represent you or whatever. Anyway, so um, we yeah, have a tons of tons. And the thing is, and the reason why I wanted to spend so much time on this is because we here at Punk Wisdom, we're growing. We're growing. We're getting people interested in coming back. Go ahead, Matt. You had. I just I don't want to interrupt you, but I need to interrupt you just for the fact that the people who are interested in protesting this whole uh, conversion <laughs> therapy bullshit, oh, yeah. the name of the church is Metro City Church. Metro so you know, City Metro Church City in Taylor, Church. Michigan. And it's metrocitychurch.tv is their website, just so you know. All right, go so ahead. go Sorry. tell them Get how much. signs ready. And yeah. Okay. So with only a minute or two, like I said, we're, we're, we're closing a little bit early today. Sorry, guys. Is um, things we've learned and a new thing we're doing. So the things I've learned today, dating today sucks. I'm so very grateful I'm not doing it. Uh, none of the three of us at this moment are doing it, and we're all very mm-hmm. grateful. So I'm like we two feel months bad. out, and I'm not looking forward to we, it. I'm just going to stay single. <laughs> nice. We feel bad for all of you that have to deal with the whole, it's okay, donor. it's not okay, do I ask, do I, oh, God damn it. Anyway, um, the second that. thing, day drinking is awesome. <laughs> it is so great. I'm going to call so an Uber, come right pick now. up my car again tomorrow. Uh, and the third thing so nice. is that Taylor Church which I will not name again, sucks. <laughs> it, it sucks. It just sucks. And so go tell them they suck. Pastor um, Jeremy. You guys are then, in the hall of shame, and I need a sound effects for this. But oh, we totally do. I need Dave to load them back up for me. <laughs> yes, we got to get a hall of shame you done. Get a, you get a three-finger salute. <laughs> middle finger from all three of us. <laughs> from all three of us. And the one new thing we're doing today, you guys, um, every two weeks we will we will present the the hashtag from the two weeks prior, and we'll um, read your comments on the air. So today's brand new, the very first inaugural hashtag is hashtag day drinking. So tag hashtag day drinking in any of your Facebook or Twitter posts, and we will use the first couple of minutes to figure that out for Matt and Jessica and myself here at Punk Wisdom at Podcast Detroit here in Royal Oak, Michigan. We'll see you again in 12 days. Bye.